seat and grab a glass. Millennial Sun Podcast. Time to wind down, swirl that glass, open up. If you like how it's feeling, catch the fire, turn it up. Y'all know what time it is. The Millennial Sun Podcast. Have a seat and grab a glass. Millennial Sun Podcast. Time to wind down, swirl that glass, open up. If you like how it's feeling, catch the What's going on, everybody? My name is Isis Daniel, also known as the Millennial Sum, and we are here for the Millennial Sum Podcast. Podcast. Y'all, I'm just so excited to finally be here. It's been a long time coming. Honestly, I started this whole idea of having a podcast back in 2020, but truly, if I'm just being honest, I was completely overwhelmed with the growth of the Millennial Song platform on Instagram, and then later TikTok, and now we're on YouTube and Patreon, we're just growing. I am now a level three WSCT with merit. Yes, I did say that, Um, with merit, yes. (laughs) Wine professional, content creator, and wine educator. So it's awesome to finally be here and to get this thing started. Um, Shout out to all the people that have been waiting and asking for this podcast. I'm just so honored that I finally found time in my schedule to make this thing happen. And so we're just going to go ahead and just jump into this thing because why wait? We're here. We're ready. Let's go. All right. The first conversation, the first topic that we're going to have on this podcast is drum roll, please. Okay. (laughs) Y'all, y'all know I'm crazy. Just, just come on in. Just come on in. But the topic of today's discussion is wine doesn't pay the bills. Can I get an amen for the people in the back, for the people up front and the people in the balcony and the blow, oh, I said blows knees. Y'all know in the nose bleeds, nose bleeds. Yes, wine does not pay the bills. And I'm so excited to actually talk about what that means. Obviously, if you're going to be in the wine industry, if you're in distribution or importer, own a wine bar, running a vineyard, anything like that, of course, there's going to be some money coming in. Um, You know, that's a whole nother conversation about starting a winery and how expensive that is. But being a content creator, I think that there are a lot of misconceptions within this industry and also a lack of respect on some ends. And yes, we are just going to get right down into it. Being a certified SOM through the WSET Wine Spirit Education Trust program based out of London and also being a content creator has its pros and it has its cons. But the awesome thing about it is that I feel that I have a great perspective of both sides of this conversation. So I'm excited to just jump on in here because why not, baby? You've been waiting so long. Why am I going to tease you any longer? Let's go. So number one, over the summer, I took a social media hiatus. And for all my anti-social media people, you know exactly how I feel because that's who I was before I got into this industry believe it or not. Okay. But while I was away, I went on a lot of different interviews and a lot of people were asking me the same question about my perspective of the wine industry. And this is pretty much the main question that I got. Does the wine industry value and invest in content creation? And I think that that's a very layered question. Um, Of course. Okay. Let me, I'm over here about to be all 
politically correct. No, we just going to keep it a whole buck. Amen. So listen, long story short, the answer is no. But we're going to talk about why the answer is no, um, because I do believe that there are some valid reasons why the wine industry is a little bit hesitant in investing in content creators. But Number one, if we're going to talk about what I really think we should talk about is the value of the arts. Okay, that's like the first point that I want to talk about. I want to be very clear. Content creation is art. I'm writing scripts. I am taking my time to put on makeup. I am recording, editing, posting, talking to people, asking people what their needs are. If you can't hear, you're deaf and you need me to write out captions, I'm taking time to do that. I'm doing so many artistic things, trying to make sure that whatever content I create grabs your attention, makes you laugh, tricks you. That's the art of what I really do. I'm giving you so much information in a 59 second video. You're laughing, but you're also leaving learning something new. That in case you didn't know, and yes, I'm tooting my own horn, it's an art. And we have to take the time to even respect and acknowledge all of the work that we do to put in to this content creation, okay? So if we wanna go ahead and just move with that you know, flow of thought, number one, I think that we as a society within these great United States of America, yes, America, it's important to just recognize that I think that overall people value art, but they have a hard time investing in art, right? Come on, all of my digital arts people who are creating websites and business cards and all of that jazz and how many people within your family, within your community, they want you to do the work, but they're not so sure they want to pay you. Well, that's the exact same thing that we have within the wine industry of content creation. You have people who are absolutely on board and supportive of the work that you create and they want you to represent their brands, but they're a little hesitant in investing money into you because they don't fully either they don't care or they don't know I don't know which one it is all the way um <laughs> but there's a lot of effort that goes into creating these videos and I think that just that misunderstanding of art and its true value not just that you like it not just that you want it not just that you think that your followers will want to buy your product because they see this familiar face drinking it but the art it takes to make it is also worth the money, okay? So let's just go ahead and talk. People want you to work for free. I remember when I first got into this industry years ago, I was um, actually purchasing my own wine. I worked at Screwtop Wine Bar. Shout out to Screwtop Wine Bar in Clarendon, Virginia. I'll always shout you guys out because I love you so much. Women-owned brand with a whole lot of great wines. Make sure you visit if you're in the area. Yes, shameless plug. I don't even work there anymore. But <laughs> when I first started working there, I was actually buying all of my wines from there because I got an employee discount. Um, and I would make my taste in Thursday, which you guys know, originally with pre-recorded videos and I would rate taste and rate different wines now when my dad got sick at the you know peak of COVID oh my gosh in the very beginning really um I was still doing my videos trying to stay as consistent as possible I did one or two uh happy hours where I would actually interview different wineries and wine professionals but I only did like two and then my dad got sick and I couldn't really focus on it well while I was taking care of him that was when different wineries started to discover me and rather than paying for wine they started shipping wines to me and I was so excited you guys and I want to just make a point to say 
you know, there are times when you're going to give free content or give free work, you know, whether you're a makeup artist, you're a designer or anything, there are going to be opportunities out there that uh, are actually worth just doing for free. Because I was able to gain a following and being, I was able to be consistent. During that time, I was furloughed. I was on, I was getting an unemployment check. If we just being completely honest about it. And I was, I was having a hard time just trying to be consistent while taking care of my dad, while trying to make sure my family was good. It was just a lot going on. So point there, sometimes it's okay. However, after a certain amount of time of receiving these free wines and you know, you're not supposed to call it free wines. So any person in the industry, I am aware, but it's my podcast and I'm chilling. But my dad and I were like, oh my gosh, you're getting all these wines and I'm making content and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm working very, very hard. I'm scheduling people for tasting Thursdays. At this point, I started interviewing people and I'm showcasing their wines and I'm interviewing winemakers and other people within the industry. And then quite, I mean, I think around December of 2020, I looked around, I remember I was talking to my mom and I was like, yo, I'm working very hard for no money. Okay. Again, I'm still on unemployment, working my butt off. And so I just want to just make a point to say the reason why I called this uh, first podcast, Wine Doesn't Pay the Bills, is because of that. With content creators, what a lot of wineries or other industries don't recognize when they want creators to create content but don't pay is that we are spending so much time to create captivating content for viewers and we don't have money to pay our bills we don't have money to eat fortunately for me you know I had family that supported me and they understood what I was going after and you know look at the fruits of my labor now and where I am today never would be here if it wasn't for the support of my family but honestly if it wasn't for the support of my family and me finally putting my foot down and saying hey wine is not enough for me to survive I don't know where I would be so this is just you know just a little bit of honesty for you guys as far as what the reality is as a content creator now just a quick story time as far as you know these wineries that say no strings attached Ooh, it's one of the things that at at this point in my career whenever I get an email whenever someone says hey we want to send you some wines no strings attached it's a bit infuriating Because how I hear that message is pretty much you are willing to risk me not featuring your wine more than you are willing to pay me, right? I'm willing to risk that over actually paying you for your work. Um, And if I can just get any winery to hear me out and to say just like, listen, man, listen, listen, man, okay? We work very hard. The time that I'm taking to record your video, the time I'm taking to put my makeup on, the time I'm taking to edit, the time I'm taking to send it to you for your approval and coming back to me and I have to make changes or whatever the case may be, that is time that I could be doing something else, making money a different way. Value the time, right? That's the only point I'm trying to make when it comes to understanding that content creation is art. And just like you would pay any person who's doing a mural on the side of a building or anything else, even though I will say, I know a few artists that also say that they don't get paid as much as they should. Art is valued. Therefore, invest in it. Okay. But I mean, on the other side of that coin, I do understand that was more of like, like ISIS, pick, pick a thought, pick a thought. 
I was really just talking from a point of a content creator on that side of the coin. On the other, I do understand what the hesitation is for a lot of wineries out there, right? And the biggest issue um, would be return of investment, right? So you're putting all this money out, but how do I actually measure how much return I'm getting from investing in this content creator putting out a video featuring this wine? Well, Let's go ahead and just like talk about that because I think you guys as consumers don't know. And that's why like I really want you guys to be more transparent whenever I recommend any wines. Just let me know that you went out and you got it, that you tasted it, that you drink it often, anything because of these wineries are having a hard time tracking. Okay. When I talk about a wine or I do a live tasting on TikTok and Instagram and Patreon and wherever else I'm hosting these live tastings, right? Whenever I do that, I have no way of knowing that you went to the store, weren't thinking about the wine I featured, whatever, how many weeks ago you saw the video, you attended the live tasting, and you saw this wine at this random store at your local grocery store in your local wine shop, bar, whatever. Maybe you're at a restaurant and you see the wine that I've featured and you say, oh my gosh, that's that wine Isis talked about and you order it. There's no way for me to know that this winery gained a sale because you went out and saw it and remembered that I tasted it. So there's no way for the winery to know. And as long as the winery doesn't know, they're constantly going to be hesitant of actually going out of their way to purchase. This is why we, you know, I try to do my discounts and try to manage the clicks. And, you know, there's all these different things. I mean, one way that I also measure, you know, that return of investment would be my live tastings. I try to give you guys a heads up the wines that we're going to have. I supply a link in my bio so that you can purchase the wines. And then at my tastings, I ask, hey, who has the wine? Did you sign up for my wine club? Or did you click the link in my bio? Are you tasting along with us? And it's always so much fun when you guys actually have the wines that we're tasting. Not only is it great for the interaction within the live tasting, but also it allows me to see how much impact I'm actually making for on the behalf of these wineries, right? So return of investment is a is a big key for a lot of wineries. I mean, even I went to Argentina at the beginning of this year, 2022, right? Right, I'm like, I don't even know what year. I don't even know what year it is. Is it 2022? Yeah, it's 2022. Okay, so at the beginning of the year, I went to um, Argentina and I met this winemaker. Now, the story with this winemaker, I think is we should definitely have a story time about this one particular guy another day, okay? Because, yeah, he went in on why he doesn't feel it is worth investing in content creators, which, you know, was kind of jacked up just a little bit because I was literally there to be an influencer and he was in my face telling me straight up he wasn't he wasn't going to work with me because he didn't see the value in it, which, you know, some things you could possibly keep to yourself. However, I'm grateful for that moment because it gave me new perspective. And he, just like I said, was questioning, how do you measure? How do I know? I'm putting all this money into you, which wine is already expensive as is to run a wine or winery, to, you know, sell your wines are not easy for all my custom crush people out there who are making their wines on their own without a vineyard. They're just sourcing their grapes. It's not an easy business to get into. It's a very expensive business to get into. So if it's expensive and you influencer 
want to showcase my wine or I want you influencer to showcase my wine, that's a lot of money that I don't know is going to come back to me. So that's why I want to, you know, play devil's advocate just a little bit and say on one side of the fence, we are artists, pay us. On the other side of the fence, okay, how do I know that the money that I'm putting in is worth it? Well, let me just say this, okay? How do you know it's worth it? Because I am providing it. There's so many things that wineries do. They hire a social media manager on their website that that posts the same pictures and same captions and same ideas as everyone else in the wine industry because they don't know what to do. (laughs) Can we just talk about the fact that most social media managers and on wine platforms have no idea how to be original. Yes. I'm, I'm doing the pregnant pause on purpose because it's true. I'm not trying to be mean but it is an honest truth that a lot of wineries just don't know how to market on social media. So then you come to us, content creators who have a significant following and have a great amount of people who support us, who drink the wines that we recommend and all that jazz. And then you ask me what I bring to the table. Well, I bring my content, which is why you're here, which is why you want to send me free wine which is why you want me to take time out of my day to create something fresh and original that your staff could not create on their own with a fan base and a support base and a following that, I mean, your follow, I mean, you, you know, some wineries do have a significant following, but the reality is you want mine. You want my reach or you see potential in my content and you know that eventually my content is going to blow up in a specific kind of way and you just want to be on the thread. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for my time. You're paying just like you pay the people on your staff and you're not sure if you're going to get a quote unquote return. It's the same concept with me, except there will be a return. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's the investment. It's worth the investment. And I wish I could get wineries to just understand that if you took time to understand our worth, and we worked together and we as content creator and winery figured out a perfect strategy for your brand to reach the people that you want to take and drink your wines. We could, but instead what we have is this closed mindset where I'm going to give you money or not give you money and you just create what you create and I'm just going to leave with that and there's nothing really to talk about beyond that. I wouldn't want to invest in that kind of partnership either. But that's not a creator issue. That is a winery issue. That is an approach issue. You have to think long term when it comes to social media because it's all about growth. It's all about consistency. I know that because I've been in this industry for long enough to be able to say that. But if you're not interested, if you want someone that's going to be quick and one and done and that's it, then sure, you can go to your typical people that you trust, I guess. Um, But most likely you're going to get almost the same result or you're going to be paying an arm and a leg for some crazy popular influencer who doesn't really care about your brand. It's just taking money and supporting that way. And I feel like I just went on a whole complete tangent. Like I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore because I have gone all the way on the deep end. So yes, return of investment to get back to it. It's a legitimate concern um, because you are just constant, constantly wondering how do you measure? How do you measure? Measure the return that you'll get. 
But there are a lot of returns out there if you're willing to invest in the content creator. If you're willing to invest in that relationship and grow that relationship, you can see it. I promise you. But another thing, I mean, I guess will be a great pivot from that point of investment. is just like, I guess, the equal opportunity. How did I find out that I should be getting paid? Yes, because I didn't know. Again, I was paying for my own wines. And after paying, all of a sudden, these wineries, oh, my gosh, and big name wineries, too. Oh, my goodness. Giving me wine and I'm tasting. I'm making videos. I'm working hard. Okay, working to the bone, working hard. And then I talked to one of my friends. And this is actually like towards the holiday season 2020. I remember I was talking to my mom and I said, you know what? I can't do this no more. I'm working so hard. I'm tired and I'm still unemployed. What am I going to do? And I had a friend at the time who, you know, she told me straight up. She was like, girl, I get paid. The same brands you've been working with, they give me money. And I said, what? I had no idea. None whatsoever. So then what did I do? I started reaching out to the same brands that she said were paying her. And then they were like, oh, we don't have the budget. Oh, we, we, we can't. We don't, we're not interested in that kind of collaboration. That was a hard pill to swallow and a very difficult transition for me because I realized, no, y'all got the money. You have the money for who you want it for. And the only way I'm going to get any respect is if I start moving like a business. Because a lot of people who get into content creation and social media, when they first get into it, and I am definitely one of those people, you don't recognize that you're starting a business. You think you're just creating content online and one day you want to be taken seriously. And of course, no one is because you haven't actually put your foot down and said, take me seriously. And so this is a moment where I want to make sure that you as a business owner takes responsibility for how you are being treated. Wine doesn't pay the bills, so don't accept it as payment. You know what I'm saying? Of course, there will be those moments where you're working with specific brands and it's just for exposure and you have to be able to assess which one is worth that and which one is not. But overall, if you're not going to pay your bills with wine, do not take the wine. Tell them what your rates are, create a media kit, set up meetings, discuss the options, and keep it pushing that way. I want to make sure that we are taking responsibility for our own actions just as much as we are holding everyone else accountable for paying people, right? I mean, come on. Again, you're paying my friend, you're not paying me, then I guess this relationship is done. I had one winery that (laughs) I still love their wine so much. Oh, my God. Um, I post about this wine all the time. I post about them all the time. And I remember... After having that conversation with my friend, I reached out to them. I reached out to a few different brands and I said to them, you know, we've been collaborating for so long. I really would like to form a proper collaboration partnership, you know, pay me for the content that I'm creating. And when I say cricket, 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 cricket. Like, like that, like it, when I say they went silent and disappeared, I was like, oh my gosh, they have just been chilling, using my content. I'm interviewing them on Tasting Thursday and making extra videos and pictures and they're sending me stuff during the summertime and I'm at the pool just drinking and having a good time. And they're just like, thank you so much, Isis. We really appreciate all the free content. You're, you're the best. Like, it, oh, 
you can't do that to yourself, y'all. You have to know your worth. You have to understand that you get up and you write and you act, you put on your makeup, you edit, you post, you interact with the people in your comments and you're sharing and you're putting it on all of your, all of your platforms. Like, baby, baby, what are you worth? What are you worth? And that was something I had to ask myself and I started putting my foot down and growing in my business because of that. Because I just, I just, I wanted more than to pay my bills. I wanted to live comfortably. I also had a vision of where I wanted the millennial psalm to go. And as long as wineries are not truly respecting what I'm doing, and yes, money is a way to show that you respect me, because trust me, there are plenty of wineries who to this day are still saying no strings attached. And I'm looking at them like, it's me. It's me. We've been in communication since the jump and you've seen the success and the growth that I've had and you're still wanting to send wines with no strings attached? Or asking me like, oh, you want to collaborate? Well, what are you sending me wines for? You're not sending wines just for GP. You're sending wines with hope that I'll share, that I will make work and do things for you or just happen to have a tasting where I need a wine and pull your wine and showcase it and support. But that's not enough. Again, because why? Because why? Wine doesn't pay the bills. Money does. So, I mean, I feel like (laughs) there's a lot going on. Um, I think I did make that point. Content creation is a business. You have to market yourself. Tell them your value. Um, You know, represent yourself. Stand up for yourself. And know that there are brands and wineries out there that want to invest in you. No matter if you are a minority. No matter if you are just someone up and coming. I don't care how small you feel your, um, your following is, your fan base is, your support. It doesn't matter. There's someone out there who wants to listen to you and there's someone out there who wants to invest and pay so um, I will leave with this one story that I think is so worth it Um, I remember when last year for the holiday season Target reached out to me and I was so excited oh my god I was like oh my god I thought it was a scam but it's not (laughs) but they reached out to me and they wanted um, you know just to collaborate do some um, fun stuff for the holiday season with Target and I gave them my quote now, I ain't going to say what the quote was. Just know that Target came back and was like, um, so we're going to pay you like three times that amount because, you know, we're not paying you that. That's just like insulting of us to pay you that what that much. And, you know, there aren't a lot of, of uh, businesses that move with that kind of integrity where they're willing to say, hey, you've totally undervalued yourself and we're going to at least pay you this, right? Um, and that was a reality check. That was a reality check because I – remember going through the process of finally charging and so many wineries saying no that I actually like lowered my rate and until someone said yes and then you have this big company come to you and you're like yeah this much and they're like no we're gonna pay you this that is just a an example of there are businesses out there that are willing to invest in you who see your worth So if they can see your worth, see your own, stand on your two feet and make sure that you say, this is what I'm charging. And if you don't want to, the next man will. And you keep pushing. Obviously do market research. Don't just price yourself out the game because that'll also hurt you um, a little bit too. But (laughs) y'all know what I'm saying. But 
definitely do the research, market yourself, tell people what you're worth, tell them what you're doing for them and why they are paying whatever the rate is. And you work in excellence. It will always come back in your benefit. If you keep pushing with that kind of mindset of I'm going to work in excellence and I'm not going to just give free work just because you don't want to pay me because somebody else will. Okay. Per. But anyway, let's go ahead and wrap this podcast up because we have gone on long enough. So the question was, does the wine industry value and invest in content creation? My answer is I believe that they see the value, but we're still struggling with investing. Okay, so we can continue this conversation on Patreon. So make sure that you follow me at the Millennial Psalm, but also again, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube, baby, because we are constantly talking about wine and everything in it okay and then next week we will be talking about wine certification programs this is a question that i get very often on tiktok in particular Um, but we're going to break down three programs um, and try to figure out which one best fits your career goals so if you're interested in learning more about that make sure you tune in next week for the millennial sound podcast bye baby y'all know what time it is the millennial sound podcast have a seat and grab a glass. Millennial Song Podcast. Time to wind down, swirl that glass, open up. If you like how it's feeling, catch the fire, turn it up. Y'all know what time it is. The Millennial Song Podcast. Have a seat and grab a glass. Millennial Song Podcast. Time to wind down, swirl that glass, open up. If you like how it's feeling, catch the fire.